This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. And we catch up again this morning with Nikki Page, Director of Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature, who joins us on the line now. Morena, good to have you with us, Nikki. Morena, Jeff, it's lovely to be here. Thank you. Nice to hear a track from Dudley Benson there celebrating Matariki. It is a special time of year, isn't it, Nikki? I really enjoyed listening to that. It was such a beautiful start to the morning. Thank you for that. And it is a very special time of year for everyone. Now, Nikki, uh, it's been a while since you and I have caught up. We've been uh, on this spot over the last few weeks having such interesting conversations with creatives all around the world, in fact. Um, let's uh, focus ourselves on what uh, what you've been up to uh, recently. Uh, bring us up to date, Nikki. Well, as well as working with all those incredible people that you've been speaking with, so I'm so lucky to have worked with all of them. And uh, I've been very busy, too, with the little team in the office uh, creating something of our own. And um, actually, I must mention first how much I enjoyed your interview also with Bogdana and Anna from Lviv City of Literature in Ukraine. That was such a stunning piece of radio. I really hope that listeners who missed it check it out, uh, speaking about their the way they turn to literature and the arts to cope at this time and how they're managing and also their personal feelings. I really loved uh, the way that you led the conversation, Jeff, and I found it an incredible, moving and uplifting piece of, of radio. Oh, thank you, Nikki. It was so interesting to talk with them both. And, uh, you know, as I'm sure you've found, making your connections worldwide, it makes it just a, all that more real when you have these conversations. And, boy, oh, boy, our thoughts are still with um, well, all the people of Ukraine at the moment. And, uh, and of course, when you make connections like that, you consider them in some way your friends as well, and you feel some of, uh, some of the anguish, or much of the anguish that they're feeling at times like this, but incredibly positive and resilient people who are very it's so true and really remarkable and I do think of them of course all the time we are like a big family really and they are so uh, pleased about all the support they're receiving from Autoporty messages and support and also really enjoyed speaking with you so it does make the world seem a little bit smaller doesn't it and they feel that support coming from so far away means a lot they said. If you want to find uh, that online and have a listen to that conversation, you will find it on our website, oar.org.nz. Look for Right Spot and you'll see, in fact, all the conversations that we've been having here uh, on ORFM every couple of weeks for Right Spot and you can enjoy the podcast at your leisure. Yes, and a lovely, lovely idea to do that over the, the break. And also the piece of work we're working on does tie in too with that big literature family because we've been working on a collection of writings that come from across cities of literature. So the Needham has put together a digital publication of writing by people under 20 about the climate crisis called The Heat Is On. And the young writers from cities of literature around the world have sent in these extraordinary pieces of creative writing. Some of them are poems and little short stories and and small thoughts and beautiful pieces of writing. They're all so different from 15 different countries, each with a a spectacular visual piece as well. So really remarkable how they 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 responded to the challenge of, um, of of the situation in which they find themselves with the planet, and also how they chose to either turn it into something with 
some satire or something more hard-hitting, and each of them is creative, as I said, not a not a non-fiction piece. And then the illustrative work highlights what they've done, whether it's their own piece of art or some cities commissioned a piece from an artist. And others, um, for example, Jakarta, that used little found objects from nature and created an image that way. So it's really a visual feast and a lot of fun to dip into. And I'm, I'm so impressed and proud of the incredible young writers from around the world, their commitment to this cause and, and their and their and their willingness to put themselves out there in this way and create help us create this beautiful volume. Nikki, you very kindly sent a link through to me, and I'm just uh, having a look through now. Um, it is uh, also a celebration of other languages as well, of course, um, contributions in in many languages from uh, around the world. Um, tell us about the contribution from this part of the world. We were really thrilled to be able to include um, the contribution from Hewaka Kotuya, uh, a beautiful, um, beautiful wire that they had released and allowed us to use, Huya Te Aroha. And it's such a gorgeous song and also really so connected um, with the whenua and also enabled us to, to start the, the volume off with this wonderful little video of the beautiful song that was filmed at Otako Marae and, and the hills around there, gorgeous vistas. And so we were able to kick off the volume with this spectacular, beautiful film, which I often watch to start me off in the day, actually. <laughs> it's quite, um, it's very catchy and, and really beautiful and uplifting. So... That's drawn a lot of attention too from the other cities, but you're quite right. We really wanted a piece from Autoporti that had been written in Tadeo, and we encouraged um, all the other cities to provide pieces in their own original language so that the translation went from first language into English rather than the other way around, which is so often the case. So you're right. Um, thank you for that observation. We really wanted to celebrate people's first languages as well in the volume and then provide the English so that others can enjoy them too. This is what being part of a of a network of cities of literature around the world is really all about, isn't it, Nikki? Well, I really love the idea of um of being maybe giving the young writers the sense of being connected in this way in their in their endeavours and that they can be celebrated, but also part of a of a big team uh, as they confront this issue. And I so I do feel really excited, as you said, that it's a way of. Of, of exemplifying the strength of this network because, as you pointed out, the, the friendship with Ukraine and with everybody that we, that we have over, over the airwaves and over the internet and um, on Zoom is, is really significant and, and, and heartfelt. So it's nice to be able to represent it in this way and to, to show that we're there and maybe the collective strength can, you know, can help, help make a mark. So I do think there's power in numbers and uh, that was a good way to hopefully a good way to get the word out there on World Environment Day, which was when we released it. It's available for everybody to share and enjoy in the free volume. So for any of our listeners out there that want to check out this free digital anthology, The Heat Is On, Young Writers on the Climate Crisis, where do they go to find it, Nikki? Well, you could see that it's pinned to the top of our City of Literature Facebook, actually, at the moment, but also it will remain on our website um, in the latest happening section. and. Pretty easy to find, actually, if you just wanted to put it into Google, it'll probably come up. And uh, and it'd be lovely if people felt like having a look and sharing. It's quite fun to play with. You can just pop in and out. It's actually not too long to read all in one go. They're short, short, um, bite-sized pieces, really. So it's a lovely read. But also, 
uh, for the busy, busy humans, just popping in and out and having a look every now and then is also a real joy, I find. Right, I do encourage you to have a look at that. I'm going to get stuck into it too. It's an amazing collection of uh, words, uh, illustrations and videos, as uh, Nikki's pointed out. Nikki, anything else bubbling away in the background there that you're able to share with us at the moment? Well, I'm always able to share everything, so we have no secrets, but I really, um, I, I could I could speak about so many things. There's, there is a lovely event coming up that I'll speak to you about more in the future, again, celebrating two young people, and these time, this time it's two young people who have moved to Dunedin from recently from Nigeria, uh, most recently, and they are producing um, their own publication, and the young poet is only 11 and her sister illustrated the book, and she's 16. So there'll be a fabulous free event in the library for them, and I can update you more in the future on that. But we've always got lots going on, and I think that maybe, not wanting to be greedy with your time, people can always pop onto the Facebook um, or website. We try and keep them very up-to-date so that everyone can see what's happening and all our all our things are open to everybody and everyone's welcome and, and we don't charge for anything. So if anyone's got free time and is passing the wonderful library or another venue, they might like to come past and see what we're doing. And uh, there's always lovely projects on the go. It's, it's really such a privilege to work with everybody and the work that happens even in Order 40 every day it just is astonishing. Well, <laughs> so a privi- much and, and the standard is so marvellous. It's a privilege also, uh, Nikki, to be able to share that with our listeners every fortnight here on Right Spot. We just scratched the surface really of uh, some of the amazing things that are, are, are going on in our UNESCO City of Literature. Look forward to having uh, another corridor in a couple of weeks' time uh, on the spot. Nikki, uh, you go well, and thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM. Thank you, Jeff. And if your listeners are interested in that, Beautiful local Matariki book. Um, the uh, Kitty Brown and Kirsten Parkinson have released a stunning book on Matariki, our wonderful local writers that's leaping off the shelves, uh, published by Alan and Unwin, just called Matariki. It's a bilingual, beautiful illustration of it describes all about the stars and uh, the meanings and how maybe to celebrate the day with your whanau. So it's a beautiful book. If anyone's interested to have a look, we've got copies in the library too. Oh, do get your hands on that. It's perfect time of year right at the start of the celebrations of Waka Matariki for 2022 to have that as a bit of a guide for you as you work your way through perhaps some of the events that you can get yourself immersed in over the next uh, coming days. Thanks, Nikki. Look forward to catching up again soon. Happy Matariki to you, Jeff, too, and to all the listeners. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.